I was not expecting it to just turn on my feminine, like to the point where, yes, I was horny as f- and I was having conversations I should not have had. Listen, it's it's dangerous when that comes. But when don't when look like, at me like that. I mean, I just want to ask, like, what? What, you know, what were the origins of these conversations? Don't be dumb. You know. No, I just you know how this is a vulnerability. Okay, when we talk about sacred feminine, you're talking about not just sexuality. You're talking no. about that divine power, that oh, for intuition, sure. like that so. On top of all of that, just like where I f-ed up. Uh-oh. All of that came through. The first time I put it on, I was like, oh, I guess I'm going to put it where you put perfume, you know, on your wrist, here, all that. I was like, oh, I feel, okay, this is nice. It smells good. Okay. Feeling a little good. Like if I just bought new perfume. Second time I wore it, I went to go rub my shoulder and I was like, oh, my skin is rough. Not really because I moisturized, but in comparison to where I put the oil. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, I feel smooth and buttery. Oh, oh. oh my God, oh. right? Oh. So then what do I decide to do? I took a shower and I normally moisturize. And I was like, we're going to put the oil all over. Let me tell you, Why the man you that old? I was talking to the next day. <laughs> oh. oh, no. Oh, oh darling. I, and, and it reminded me of this, like creature that I used to be in bed that I realized I have not unleashed in so long. And I was talking to my niece last night and I'm like, who was the last person to even get an inkling of that? And I was like, oh my God, that was back in like 2011. And he didn't even get full force. Like, honestly, I kind of feel that because like we went through some, well, I particularly went through some trauma before this relationship. And so Brooklyn and I didn't tongue kiss for probably like a year and a half before I actually jumped into it. And I was like, no, I I remember who I am. I remember how much I actually enjoy kissing. I remember how much I enjoy kissing with you. Now you about to get this. So like, yeah, I feel that. After not doing it for like a while and being like, I, d- I didn't even realize before? that I wasn't doing it anymore. Bro, oh. I didn't even realize that I was just not thriving. Like I'm, I'm sex obsessed. I got a heavy appetite. No, Listen, totally is it sex obsessed or is it just sexually liberated and not repressed by this Puritan culture of like? Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. Like my my thing is, I've never felt shame in what I like. I've never been like oh this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation i'm gonna tell you what it is and if you can't do it next because i need it done yeah now if you need to be eased into it i'm perfectly okay with that i could take my time baby but there's certain (laughs) things that need to happen and it i know people are like sex isn't everything when it comes to a relationship but it is a major factor it is a major factor so i need you to be open-minded because i'm very open-minded and i will get bored easily so Yep, that's the tism and the ADHD in there. Oh, is, Lord. Listen, or it's just it's just like it's a playground. It's not supposed yes. to be it's not supposed it's to not be supposed, yeah, it's, it's supposed to be like lucid yeah. dreaming where you're playing in your dreams. Exactly. When I am like fully in my that's how it felt. And I was like Yeah, yeah you gotta get I that was back. there again. It's supposed I'm, to be fun. Oh. It's not supposed to be I'm Tuesday like, night, hell? you know, missionary with the yes. lights off. Like it's not supposed to be that. It's not just for creating it's not just for reproduction. It's literally an, a physical, a physiological need. It's a psychological it's a, need. It's an emotional it's need. Past that. It's like it's an energetic it's need. A, it's yeah. It's going into another like spiritual realm. And exactly. I forgot that it could be that. 
And I, it made me realize the last time I actually had that with someone was with my kid's dad. Mm-hmm. And then when everything fell apart and I had picked myself apart to be the woman that he wanted me to be, um, oh, I lost God. everything. Mm-hmm. I lost oh. everything in that. And I, I just realized last night that that was the last person to get that, yeah. that side of me. Dang, you are on a journey. I know. <laughs> you are on a journey. So like, now I'm like, I didn't expect this fucking thing to work. If you can find this anywhere, <laughs> I just put it on because I was like, oh, this cute little Christmas present. I was three times like, I wore this. Uh, it's fine. And I think I fucked up because I put it all over my whole body. Damn, I you put it on and like got a 24 mantra. That's crazy. <laughs> listen. No, listen. Like, that's, that's beautiful because... I feel like life, life is all about cycles, right? Deaths and rebirths Mm -hmm. of who we are, who we want to be, things we've outgrown, things we're growing into, like, and when you come back into a, 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 like an understanding in yourself and you come back into a a situation that you had forgotten about yourself, Mm -hmm. it's so beautiful because you, it's almost like experiencing it for the first time again, Mm -hmm. but with like all of the knowledge that you have now backing it up. Right. Yeah. It's like tra- when you say you want to travel back in time to redo life. Yeah. Exactly. You just only known what you knew. That's exactly what it feels like. Like I fucking tried time traveled and I love it. Exactly. That's I'm happy up. for you. Proud of you. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the podcast. Twenty <laughs> um, minutes in. That was, a, that was a hell of an intro. Um, yeah. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Vulnerability with Devin Vox. I am the host, Devin Vox. These are my lovely co-hosts. Uh, obviously, you know, we talk about vulnerability this particular episode. Um, specifically, we're talking about some Brene Brown vulnerability. Um, I just got done reading um, Daring Greatly last year, at the end of last year. And I was like, mm, I'm going to have to talk about this. I'm going to have to talk about this. And so today's episode is built around this quote. When we're feeling anxious, disconnected, vulnerable, alone, and feeling helpless, the booze, the weed, I added that, by the way, the food, the work, the apps, the endless hours online, it all feels like comfort. But in reality, they're only casting their long shadows over our lives. Yeah. Yeah. So for this episode, I thought it'd be pretty good to talk about vices. I thought it'd be a pretty good, like, you know, um intro episode to kind of start jumping into some deep stuff even though the intro clearly already jumped into some stuff. <laughs> anyway <laughs> set me up listen listen <laughs> so for our for yeah. our icebreaker um we're gonna start off by talking about what's been keeping us in good spirits um for the appetizer for the light shit we're gonna be talking about if you dip fries and chocolate frosties um if you don't you probably should um, for the heavies and the main course, we're going to be uh, going into a deep dive of some of what I've been kind of going through and how this quote applies to my life. And we're going to have a little back and forth on that. And then we're going to end the episode. So, yeah. So what's been keeping y'all in good spirits recently? If you want to bail and let me go first, I- I'm cool with that, I-, I guess. Go for it. I guess I kind of win already. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's been keeping like, me in good this, this oil is just oiling, oil, oil, oil. it is i'm unlocking feminine yeah. and i'm fucking loving it because i had a struggle of like what does that mean oh what yeah. does it mean to unlock your feminine and then i was like oh there's light and dark and i'm hearing 
all this crap about dark feminine. And I'm like, that don't sound right. Cause I used to be that. And I, I'm pretty sure I was not balanced out. That sounds real. <laughs> that sounded real toxic. Talking about, oh, let me show you how to manipulate men. I already know how to no. do that. Yeah. I, I done paid my karma. We not going to do that again. That don't sound right. Well, and that's, that's the thing about like unlocking your feminine or people like, what does that mean? And so we have to live in this, like, Oh, this is a whole podcast I can go on. The yeah. society that we live in, that is just a straight line, do the same thing every day, go to work, do this, do the same schedule over and over and over again, do this, 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 this productivity, productivity, productivity. That's not how femme bodies are. And so, and so many of us are so disconnected from our feminine, our innate cyclic feminine nature that we really do not know what it means to be in our feminine because we are forced into our masculine so deeply just to survive what was the question we got off track <laughs> it was uh what has made you feel good yeah what's yeah, the key yeah. in good spirits uh okay. for me personally um i'm about to go back to school and work tomorrow mm-hmm. it's been a solid like three weeks mm-hmm. that i've had off and while i'm definitely mm-hmm. in the av famine side of you know the january yeah. struggles um, it's been really nice to not have to be anywhere in the next 20 minutes, not have to go set this room in an hour, not having to go surprisingly pull up to this customer here or having to like go out and deal with 25 traffic here and other stuff like that. Like it's given me a lot of time to focus on music, focus on podcasting. And, uh, I like the product that I have out in 2024 so far, like, yeah. It's actually like moving in the way that I always thought it would, even though the very beginning of January, the very beginning of 2024 kissed my ass. Like the first day I was like, yo, dog. All right. This, we got nothing, this. nothing was going your way, <laughs> bro. It was I was like, all right, we got this. Today is the day we start everything. I had two immediate things go left and a hard left. One of them, I had to wait for a test certification that I was like, all right, cool. 2024, January, we start in. And I've waited too long to actually do the certification. So it was like, no, you got to re-register. So I was like, shit. <laughs> and then I went to go distribute my music on DistroKid. And they didn't let my $20 payment from the 26th of last year apply for my distribution for this year. So I ended up having to just literally wait and just kind of like, you know, redistribute my stuff here in a little bit because i basically just put money towards other things and like yeah everything just went left so i basically just had to be like all right 24 i told you what was gonna happen <laughs> so, but, my bitch <laughs> we gonna do what the fuck i told you to do we still gonna do what we got I real hood on do. that bitch go ahead do yeah it. and i was like nah, <laughs> we still gonna put social media videos out every day we still gonna put the podcast out every day we still gonna tease the actual podcast. Now we've had a decent amount of views on our stuff and we haven't even put out a full episode yet. Like I know. That's pretty fire. So I I that's what's keeping me in good spirits, having a damn break. Good. So technically you got to tap into your feminine during that break. Mm-hmm. And now you're ready to go into your masculine. Your creative yep. style, your like, existing. Yeah. She was like, it was all right, that let's, calm you needed. Yeah. For real. Yeah. She was like, all right, cool. Let's lay out this foundation. We're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. No emotion even needs to be involved. This is just what the business model is. We just gonna execute. That's it. 
No, what she was like, she was like, you can have your emotions. That's okay. They don't have to stop you in your tracks. You can be frustrated and still work through it. You know what I mean? It's okay. Like, you don't have to be frustrated and be like, oh, I'm frustrated. I'm a man. I don't know how to deal with this. (laughs) (laughs) And then just. Where did my accent come from? (laughs) I feel like that's legit. I feel like that's the universal man voice. sound like when you're throwing tantrums and you're grown ass and you're nah! it's, it's just a feeling baby it's okay <laughs> somebody's got big emotions you got big emotions it's okay do you need a little help? you need a little, head pat, little pat on the head it's okay a little cuddle it's little I, mean, I will take i will take a pat on the head and some cuddles though like you will you will always take those what's up with those i'm down sign me up uh, Brooklyn, do you want to do this one before we move on? Yeah, so similar. I switched career settings in the last month. Um, so for my big girl jobs, I've always worked in some sort of office setting. Um, for five years, I worked five days a week in an office. And for the last two and a half years, I have been working two days a week, three days uh, or two to three days a week in the office and two days at home. And you would think that the that the hybrid schedule would be like perfect because you get like social interaction and you get to stay home. But it was honestly incredibly stressful. Like my, cause it like the, the, the commute that I had to do was like over an hour. So like I had to change my entire like sleep schedule and like routine, like be up an hour earlier or whatever. And I just, and like still had to go into the office, still had to put on that face, still had to put on that professional, you know, whatever, wear clothes I didn't want to wear, talk to people I didn't want to talk to, be in an environment that I couldn't control. And like, as I'm unmasking my autism, discovering that I have, that I am autistic and like letting my sensory needs be valid, Mm -hmm. um, switching to a fully remote position. Oh my God. Um, (laughs) it's like, it's been it's been a month and I feel like a different person I feel like I have grown so exponentially just like not being forced to leave my safe space my sacred space be like wear the clothes I want to wear you know not have to talk to anybody like I have to like sit through my training and do my work or whatever but it's just like it's such a blessing like I have been working in this industry for like nine years now and like it's just such a blessing to get the money that I deserve for the skills that I have in the comfort of my own home. Like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's, I don't know. Sounds it's beautiful. It's, it's, it's been transformative. It's been amazing. Like I've been keeping up with my workout schedule, my chores, spending time with the dog, spending time with Dev, like spending time with my friends. I'm not exhausted at the end of the day. It's just, and I got like, and I ended up getting like a month break because I started this job like right as the holidays were coming and like people were moving around and stuff like that. And I have not had any time off work in years, like literally years. So it's just been, I feel like a new person. Yep. Then that skill set was like, hmm, you want a break? Hmm. You got a drug test to get this job. <laughs> I was so stressed. I was so stressed. <laughs> I was what do we do about this? I did. I had to. I had to take a drug test for this Got job. Got nephew, and I, <laughs> and I forgot that like 
the the company isn't based in Colorado, so like they're definitely gonna uh, test me for weed. Yeah. And like I don't smoke a lot, but I definitely do smoke. And I was like so stressed about it, and I had kind of forgotten about that that was gonna be a thing. And they're like, yeah, so here's your background check and your drug test. And I was like, oh no. And she was literally uh, literally worried about it. She yeah. told me to worry, and I was like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I shrugged like, it off immediately because yeah. I was like, hmm. I stopped. There are some things that happen in this world for people with a certain skill set and with lighter skin where I was like, mm, I don't think you're going to have to really deal with this drug test. Like, I think your skill set's going to get you behind the door. And that's literally what happened. Yeah. That like, was nicely said. Yeah, it was nicely said. Um, but yeah, no, I got my drug test results back. Like I got like my start date and everything and everything was cool or whatever. And then I got like my my welcome packet. Like you start on this day. Here's your like background information stuff. Here's your drug test. It definitely dropped for THC, but they didn't say shit to me. <laughs> they didn't say shit. It was like, oh my God, we need that skill set. Don't say nothing. Just slide it through. Yeah. Slide it through. Just slide it through. She does what? Care. She is overqualified. Slide it through. Don't even worry slide about it. Through. it. <laughs> Yeah. You want we to do this that. work? You want to do this work? We need it. Slide it through. Right. Yeah. We can't. We can't forego this. Yeah. Can she still do it? Yep. Yeah. Get her in. <laughs> I don't care. Okay. It could have cocaine could have popped up on that bitch. I don't oh God. I <laughs> mean, she can do everything. Okay, wait. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I feel like it don't matter what drug yeah. was on there. Mess, she's dedicated. <laughs> She's dedicated. Listen, ain't, you know ain't no, ain't nobody who do meth not dedicated. I, all, that, you know what? They gonna do fair. what they need to do to get more of that. Fair. That really is how like they make jokes about Hollywood movie producers and shit. They'd be like, "All right, we're gonna have you do this. We're gonna have you do this, and uh, yeah, we're gonna go ahead and do it and pass the movie on. Sounds good, right? Yeah. Did you just do something off the tape? Okay. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> um. So moving on to the light shit um, for the appetizer for this episode. Um, if you haven't had this before, I suggest you get the phone, wallet, and the keys ready to go. And get strapped in. Um, this particular episode, I thought it'd be pretty cool to do a fucker pass. Dip in French fries in a chocolate frosty. What's your opinion? Fox horde, okay? Fox king, okay? Fox kadoodle dandy, okay? Only option out there. A fuckaroni and cheese, okay? A fuckaroni yeah. and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> you said strap in. I thought strap on. And then, oh. uh, you know, fuck, yes. It's yes. Fuck. You know what? That's fair. And, and you know what? Just throw it in there because I know this is only the second episode, but you're going to make it big so it doesn't fucking matter. Wendy's, you need the sponsorship. We all love you. Breakfast, awesome. lunch, dinner, it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah. True. <laughs> True. We're True. in. True. Also, also, I kind of wanted to bring this uh, this segment up to issue a warning to all the Wendy's out there that think it's okay oh. to just be open any hours of the day and only have vanilla or peppermint frosties. No, they so though we try to get a chocolate frosty and fries like three times over the last like I don't know month and a half. Right? Yeah, on the third time, uh, we actually got it a couple days the, ago. <laughs> the first time we went, these people had the audacity to be open and only had strawberry frosty available. Hey, yeah. strawberry's not bad though. Okay. That strawberry one was good. But like, but I feel you. But you feel me, you right? Can't have, how, you, how you have strawberry, not chocolate? 
Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then we went yeah. again, and then these people only had peppermint, peppermint frosty available. And it's like, do y'all do y'all know like why are you open? Why are you here? Like why are you giving people false chocolate hope if you don't have chocolate frosty available? Yeah, it, it, if it's not saying. available, I think the restaurants got to shut down. Yeah, you know, you yeah. can't have two right. restaurants operating. There's no reason for you to be open after midnight if you don't have fries and chocolate frosties. Exactly, you can't that's have all the drunk people, high people. That's all they right? want. You can't have two restaurants going underneath the McDonald's uh, ice cream rule. Like, nah, nah. Mm-hmm. McDonald's has it closed. You hear this? Doors is open. Mm-hmm. We're getting the sponsorship. Seven. But also, don't be sponsor us, Wendy's. But also, listen to our very sound advice of closing your <laughs> closing your establishments the moment you're out of chocolate frosty. That's a super good business plan. Okay, it is. Or at exactly. least there should be there should be like a sign. There should be like a no vacancy sign, but like no chocolate frosty sign. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So you don't even that have to waste good. your time. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just here know. we are trying to correct the business model, even though the business model is like, let me just get you in. Let me just offer you a pretzel bun. Even a pretzel bun. Oh You're so tempted by that pretzel bun. things I do for pretzel. fucking pretzel buns. Listen, I love pretzel buns. Look, they don't have I'm to split it open. They don't have to split it open like that, all pretty at the top oh. of it. Make it look oh. like a fucking shape and shit that you've never had before. And oh. make it have like that nice buttery tint. Like, oh my God, you could feel this pretzel bun. Like, that's rude. Like... So you- so you like when things are split open, right? I mean, I like when things are split open and then there's meat in between. And no, I'm just playing. <laughs> oh no, you could have kept going. He said he versatile. No, oh. I'm, I'm versatile. I like. He said, two, spread them cheeks and show I me like the meat. Two patties. I like three pieces of bacon, and then you two can patties. double that supply. You know what I'm saying? You could. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, that's so much red meat. I like it. My, my mouth. Anyway. You haven't um, eaten red meat in months, so I don't know why you're out here playing. They don't need to know that. They don't need to know I've gone she full pescatarian. <laughs> anyway. She called you out. <laughs> the we it live. Was red we snapper, live. damn it. We, we, we live. That's the I mean, but for real though, for real though, I made a mistake and I've been basing my salmon after watching too much Hell's Kitchen. That was a mistake. Is there any such thing as too much Hell's Kitchen? Yes. Now I know too many things. (laughs) Now, no, now I can't go back. You got a certain level of bougie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I can't go back. I used to think that salmon was only good with like lemon on top and salt pepper at the end and that was it. And then I literally watched Chef Blaze and then freaking Chef Ramsey and... You know, um, just going hard on base. Could have just went to Alaska. I mean, yeah, for real. And like, seriously, wait till we get to the Pacific Northwest. Like, oh my god! And living in Florida for that short time too. Oh, no wonder I'm pescatarian. Yeah, that just happened too. You just like stopped eating everything else besides fish. Yeah, it was pretty great. To be fair, your your skin and your hair are very luscious. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, she said, oh, you're getting your omegas, okay? I think this shit done worked through the camera because y'all just keep <laughs> bouncing off each other right now. Thank like. you. You could just keep on mm-hmm. osmosing that through the um. <laughs> uh, that that was another one that I made up too. Yeah, <laughs> 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 All right, so 
Um, y'all ready to move on to the heavies this episode? I think so. All right. So we're about to talk about vices for the main course, everybody. So to continue the quote from the top of the episode, are my choices comforting and nourishing my spirit or are they temporary reprieves from vulnerability and difficult emotions, ultimately diminishing my spirit? Mm. Are my choices leading to my wholeheartedness or do they leave me feeling empty and searching? Mm. What, what I have seen firsthand is like how disconnected from your emotions that you were forced to be to live in that little tiny bubble that society is like prescribed for you. And like the desperate, not the desperation, but like the, the lack of that emotional connection to yourself literally was driving you in ways that were increasing that. And now that you've kind of given yourself that connection back to your own emotions like now you're seeing the picture more clearly and you're doing things that are I mean, like yeah, actually sure. nourishing. Cause there, Going were back times, to the quote. Like, there were times during um, uh, like early E&M where I was kind of like embracing being on apps with the E&M kind of like monocle or moniker next to, you know, like everything else that I'm kind of doing and stuff like that. And that kind of brought this like, okay, I should spend more time on apps because I have to explain E&M more to potential people who may match with me. Mm -hmm. Or I have to put more details on my profile to make sure E&M matches everything else that I have in a supported fashion and, you know, other stuff like that. And it's like, it eventually had me spending more time with people who didn't really have my interest in mind, didn't really yeah. care what I wanted to do. And I, it sent me into a place where I was like, damn, looking at my self-worth a lot more than I deserve to. You know, I think like if you're looking at your self-worth more than like, I don't know, 15 minutes a day, I think there's something wrong with what you're doing. And yeah. Probably or the influences in your life. Yeah. Like there's something wrong with the influences in your life or what you're doing. And like, um, I basically found a way to, you know, like make sure I'm only looking at my self-worth for 15 minutes a day and that's it. Like, if I'm spending more time on apps, that means I'm literally looking at everything about myself, pluses and the minuses, kind of like putting myself on a sheet of paper. And it's like, I don't mm -hmm. like being on a sheet of paper. I don't like what that makes me feel like. And it definitely doesn't reflect well on my art. So mm -hmm. yeah, I've been doing a lot of time basing a lot of my beliefs on, all right, so I like how I present here. I like how much energy I bring to my family, my friends, my projects here. Mm -hmm. I like what my production is like when I'm spending time with my family, playing games with my friends and, you know, really focusing on the core values of who I am as a person. Like mm -hmm. everything is better if you're feeling better in yourself. And like, it's a tricky thing to figure out how you feel better. It's not a direct manual to anybody. Like mm -hmm. my rules are not going to apply to anybody else's. Right. Their rules yeah. aren't going to apply to you. So definitely don't look for, you know, how to make your life better from the way somebody else is making their life better. Mm -hmm. um, definitely you can't do that. Yeah. Definitely come Pick to up the, on the vibe. Yeah. yeah. And let it transfer into you how it does. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Well, and that's kind of your, that's kind of your staple in life is like you, when you are, attracting something or you're working towards something you don't really look at it and that means like like you literally like kind of keep your head down you do what you need to do you kind of attack it piece by piece but then you, you're not like 
you know, like that, that quote where it's like, if you plant a seed and then dig it up every five minutes to see if it's grown, like you're, you know what I mean? Like that's kind of your, that's kind of your method to your madness where like you plant the seed, you do what you need to do, but then like, you just like kind of keep it in the corner of your eye. And I feel like that being authentic to that energy in this endeavor is much more nourishing for you. It seems than Oh, for sure. For sure. What you were doing before. Literally, I get to adapt this, you know, spend 15 minutes here doing this on this app to, okay, we're going to look at this project for 15 minutes and we're done. We're going to yeah. work on this project for 15 minutes and we're done. And then it eventually ends up being a reminder of like, hey, you got like 18, you, you got 1800 views on that video you put up on social media the other day. Did you check it out? Well, thanks for letting me know, fam. Um, you know, yeah. yeah, like it's. If you could spend 15 minutes just putting everything that you love in this life in a revolving door and then just keep working on every different facet of it that you can, like, I think you'll bring a better version of yourself to every aspect of your life and not just looking to fill this void, you know? Well, because you're not, and you're not existing in that echo chamber that you were talking about earlier. I still feel like there's something that needs to be addressed on the masculine level because you're still operating in, I wouldn't call it toxic because at least now you're putting that energy into more positive aspects of your life and you're, you're timing yourself, but it's still that toxic of, I got to do something. I got to make it go. I got to do this. I got to do that. Even though you're tapping and you're like, okay, but I'm only going to, I'm putting this cap on here. Mm -hmm. It almost sounds like as far as taking care of your mental, emotional, spiritual, and physical health. Where are you not feeling safe? Yeah. Uh, because you're really. still go, go, going. And I, I mean, know. I feel safe in my financials, that's for sure. Yeah. Like, my inside world looks pretty solid. But my your outside inside. world struggles to pay for things in January because I work in the AV uh, sector of entertainment and everything is dry as fuck during that, during that time. And starting from the bottom, uh, being an entrepreneur, um, like all of those things, like it's literally feast or famine. So you kind of have to be proactive with what you're doing. It's kind of like my career Mm because usually going to be working on one project here usually going to be working on my main project here that pays the bills here and the project that I want everything to kind of push towards in the future kind of thing. So it's tricky. Um, I see what you mean though, too, because you can easily just be masking your anxieties by being like, I'm just going to be busy all the time. I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm going to do that. I want to do this. And I'm going to do that. And I'm not going to pay attention to the things that actually scare the shit out of me. Nah, I'm not doing that. Like, I love looking at the shit that's here. You've grown out of that for sure. Well, yeah, you found the positive and the masculine, but where are you finding the, are you finding, and how are you finding the comfort in the pause? Or where are you finding the safety to say, hold on, sorry, where are you finding the safety to say, we are financially struggling? I don't have to be go, go, go. I am go, go, go because I want this for myself, but I'm not doing it out of desperation. I feel unsafe with my finance. Like, how do you, how do you return yourself to safety to say, so, so that you're avoiding burnout pretty much. Like you're not uh, my di- taking yourself too far. Exactly what you said before. Like the downtime, like matters what you do when you pause, like that matters. 
So like yeah. I'm not doing something every minute of the day for sure. I'm pretty good at being like, all right, cool. We've been paying bills for a while, big bills recently, and we got the dog's teeth clean. We yeah. need to go do something fun. We yeah. need to go to a club or we need to organize like uh, a game night with friends or we need to finish that song that we said we were going to finish because if we finish it, we said it was going to make us feel like we are on top of the world. Yeah. And doing that for yourself, giving yourself that feeling, like that's meaningful. So it's like, it's, it's literally just maximizing your downtime and realizing it's just as important as whenever you're working. Cause like, yeah. I did not know that I was like, working is all that matters. Like downtime sucks. Exactly. You can sleep, you can sleep when you're dead. <laughs> I've never met a man who has not said those words to me. And I look at them with like utter concern and I'm just like, baby, come here. Come, yeah. Come, 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 yeah, come, 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 I bet it feels so nice. And listen, I didn't had every person and every <gasps> oh, women, yes. every woman, man, and child just be like, "Can I?" Yes, just go ahead. It, it's fine. Okay. Oh, just, okay. So I just dissociated so hard into that scenario where she's like, "Oh, uh, sorry, sorry, what? You're fine. You're huh? fine. Well, so, <laughs> so I don't know what, what are your safety me. languages then? Oh, um, they keep you out of. That, that have helped you maintain transferring your toxic masculine into your positive masculine? So, what are your safety languages? Okay, let's, let me say this. My safety languages before I jumped into therapy, I was already good at self-talk. So I was already good at catching myself mid-thought being like, whoa, play, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's not do that. Okay, that might be bad. Or like, hey, you've been working for a solid two hours. Maybe you need to sit down and eat a carrot and some water. Or <laughs> maybe you need to go outside and get some sunny D. You know what I'm saying? Like get some fucking yeah. sun rays on your skin because like yeah. that literally leads to dopamine. Like I already had those pretty built up before um, going to therapy. But therapy now has kind of given me the like – conviction or conviction i should say that it doesn't matter what i'm doing at any point in time i'm good yeah it's leading to something else mm -hmm. like you're not you're you're not the entire identity of the second that you're in right now mm -hmm. the next hour doesn't define your life yes mm -hmm. um the things that you're going through don't define your life and you need to do a better job at making sure that nobody strips you of your own happiness. Like mm -hmm. that takes a skill. Like that's not something mm -hmm. that like you wake up or you're born with or anything like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's been a pretty easy place to kind of like practice my grounding because since the self-talk was already good and therapy has kind of given me some conviction to kind of protect my grounding now it's like hard to get knocked off of my center of gravity. Yeah. Now it's kind of hard to literally end up upset, to end up just to end up anxious or to end up depressed because mm -hmm. it's not career defining, mm -hmm. it's not life defining, it's not personality it. defining. 
Yeah. Like it's not. Well, it's not. Yeah. Huh. The, Nothing. <laughs> no, you should. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, it's not. It's not like you. You are who you are, and like I think the biggest thing just from the outside looking in, because you had this really beautiful self-talk. You had this inner world that was very, very um, steady and sound. Like you really had a decent um, skill set of of working your way through tough situations. But what you've unlocked recently, at least from my perspective, is being able to let somebody help you carry that load. Um, and yeah, I mean that, and I mean hard. that is like, well, when I, when we first started dating and like through the darkest parts of our relationship, I'd be like, are you okay? What's going on? You'd be like, I'm stressed. But in reality, you're feeling insecure or you're feeling dismissed or you're feeling like judged in some way. And so, mm -hmm. and so like being able to speak that and like, and like, we had to learn this together basically, you know, through the darkest parts of our relationship and like through the healing of our relationship. But like, I feel like now when I'm like, Hey, what's going on? You say, all right, let me let you in. Or, all right, this is what I'm dealing with. Or I'll, can yeah. I be vulnerable? You literally say the words, can I be vulnerable with you? And then you say, I'm feeling anxious or I'm feeling this, or I'm feeling that, or I'm stressed about this. And it's like, you're giving others the ability to help you in that inner world and yes. bring it to reality. And I feel like that's also helped your just general safety of like, I'm not in this alone because you're not yeah. I'm here for you. And I've been here for you. And now that I can like, now that I'm like in and like in this, like, you know, I'm getting the communication straight from the horse's mouth and I don't have to guess. Yeah. I feel like I'm able to show up so much stronger no, I, yeah, for real. Yeah. Like, this I is that whole conversation we had. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I didn't necessarily realize that like, A, um, telling people what you're experiencing in real time helps them feel connected to you. I didn't yes. realize that. Didn't realize so that. Big. Secondly, so big. I also didn't realize that like, if somebody's, let me be real. If somebody asks you three times, what's up? <laughs> They, <laughs> they probably know something on your face <laughs> is fucking wrong. Yeah. So guilty, you know, guilty, like, guilty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When you realize that, like, you know, people actually want to help you and like you've actually done it a couple of times, you were vulnerable and you can trust people with what you're experiencing, mm -hmm. then it, it just kind of becomes like this chain of reactions. Like you do it without even realizing it. And I think the thing that I'll end this podcast on that like is probably the like most powerful thing is like I used to I used to tell you one emotion mm -hmm. when we use the emotion wheel mm -hmm. like that came anywhere close to anything that I was actually feeling it doesn't like mm -hmm. at all so when I get asked what I'm going through or if I need to be vulnerable and tell somebody what I'm going through, there's like four emotions that accompany the whole situation. There's like two big ones on the freaking, um, in the middle of the actual circle where like, you know, sad, happy, you know, stuff like that is, but there's usually two or three on the back end where they're like defined, like this is, mm -hmm. specific. I feel embarrassed. I feel ashamed. I feel mm -hmm. guilty. I feel uh, yes. suppressed. I feel, mm -hmm. you know, these things to accompany that, like, 
it gives everybody else around you the tools to kind of like take over how to help you. And then when you do that and everybody else can kind of surprise you, mm-hmm. well, then you're fucked because then you're yeah. going to be taken care of in a way where you didn't ask for it. You didn't well, ask for it. Yes. You didn't ask for this. Absolutely. You didn't, you didn't ask to be surprised with iced coffee and donuts. You didn't <laughs> ask to get taken to this Nuggets game. You didn't yeah. ask to like, have people check out your song in this particular way. Like, yeah. you didn't ask for it. People just kind of do it. It's yeah. beautiful. Because you open yourself up to that energy. Yeah. That vulnerability. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. what men really need to learn are those extra words. And it's not, it's not that they need to learn it. It's that they need to learn that they are allowed to use those words. Because when women express emotion, we're like, I'm overwhelmed and I'm embarrassed and this and this and that. But all you guys are told you can say is I'm stressed. And that, Mm -hmm. like she said, encompasses all these emotions that you're not relaying because I'm not allowed to say that. I'm not allowed to say that I can do that. And you should know what I mean when I say I'm stressed. You know what it feels like to be stressed. But depending on the kind of stress, it's it's a mix of emotions, just like you said. So there's no way I can know what kind of stressed you are unless you open your mouth. So I just yeah. I feel like, gentlemen, I hope this reaches more men. No offense yeah. to ladies. Oh, no, I hope this reaches will. more men. You are absolutely allowed to put more than one emotion to stress. Because most times you're not even fucking stressed. You're overwhelmed or you're sad you're dying inside because you lost a loved one and it hit you two months later and you don't know how to process it that's not stressed honey that's grief definitely not yeah like and that's loud and you didn't need my permission you just needed to be alive yep and that's that's this is a whole other episode but like the disconnection between like you like you're talking about earlier men or mass presenting people were taught that they don't they they shouldn't feel or they can only feel this or i I don't know like the campaign that said that anger isn't an emotion you know what i mean or yelling is an emotion you know what i mean that you can do you can do one of these three things you could be happy you could be silent or you could be yelling and that's all that's all men get and then and then they were told that we were told that and like it just i don't know like that vulnerability of shedding those programmings shedding yeah. those and like so you don't so have to you don't to have to rely on those vices like we were talking mm-hmm. about you don't have to just distract yourself you don't have to just mm-hmm. throw yourself out there you don't have to like live off those dopamine hits of all of these different things like you actually get to nourish yourself because you're connected to another human being or human beings and you're feeling that community and so you don't have to create a false one through these you know these very addicting very uh emotionless like algorithm based like oh this is what you're engaging with and here's more of it with no yeah. context of like what it's doing to you and that's like because I feel the like bad thing is yeah well you, you go you're gonna bridge the gap like if that's what you're looking for with those apps mm-hmm. you're gonna get it you're mm-hmm. gonna find it mm-hmm. it's gonna find you any way that it needs to and mm-hmm. you're gonna look up three months later six months later nine months later like shit <laughs> shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit. But, yeah oh. uh, i am 
I'm, I'm very happy that you are nourishing yourself more than looking for nourishment in these distracting or vice-like vice places. Oh yeah, for sure. And like, that's what I'm hoping the podcast is going to encourage for other people too. to give yourself an additional 15 minutes, give yourself that self-talk, give yourself that ability to understand your, all of your emotions literally project onto that emotions wheel. Like all of them apply to your life. It doesn't matter what background you have, how dark your skin is, what you do for a living. You could be stressed. How much you have in the bank. Right. Like guilty, ashamed, happy, exuberant. Like you could be all those things. And it's important to realize when you're kind of going through those things for yourself and then put it outward. So, And the, the people in your life, the safe people in your life should be accepting of those. Yeah, that's a whole other episode too. Because if they ain't safe, but <laughs> that's, are you gonna have to blur that? Yeah, <laughs> there are children. <laughs> right. We were talking about double fisting. <laughs> just like, all the way and twisted. All right. Well, thank you guys for uh, hanging out with us during this unhinged episode. Unhinged. <laughs> um, at the very beginning, we talked about what's been putting us in good spirits. Uh, we moved on to the light shit, which was a fucker pass. Do you dip your French fries in chocolate frosties at Wendy's or not? If you don't, get that phone wallet and keys, head out, check it out. Let us know how you feel about it because it's going to change your life. The heavies for this particular episode, the main course was just talking about vices and how important it is to make sure you are fully aware of how many vices you have, how often you're using them, and how they're affecting you. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have an answer to one of those three questions, you ain't got an answer to two of those three questions. You might be fucking up. Yeah. So, um, yeah, thank you guys for checking us out. Um, go ahead and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, please. Five stars would be great, but we will take whatever you feel like we deserve at this point. And after that, peace out. We'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.